Hey, hey, everybody, our team. We are so excited because our beautiful Lori, whom we love with every ounce of our soul, our being, and our heart. I, I want you to understand how special this living human being is. She spoils us rotten <laughs> every time we go her way. And I love the piece that Lori is always about <laughs> taking us up on the free training. Like when she invested, she invested the one time, just like all of you, but let me tell you, she definitely takes in everything. <laughs> yeah, everything. Because why wouldn't you remember that three-day trainings are for you to take anytime and you will, right? Lori, you always learn. And not it's just the free three days. You know, I have, once I've gone through the, the five-day in-person additional before you guys split that up. And then I also did the online training, oh, right? right? And then I've done the three days. So I've really maybe every two years returned for training. And I want to say to our facilitators, because most of you guys ride, it's like riding in your own arena by yourself for two years. You develop weird ass habits that you don't even know you're developing and you need a ground person is what I've always said in riding. You need to have a person on the ground to say, how long have you been doing that weird stuff with your heels, right? It's the same thing as go back in, get trained again, visit with other facilitators. You're going to, I mean, I'm always leveling up just like you guys. I love that. I love that. And being an entrepreneur, you have to, like, if you are going to, if this is your dream career, which it is, and it is your dream career. You must always stay committed to that. It's not like you do the one-time training and then you, you've aced it because as an entrepreneur, it's pretty lonely little place. Like you even said, how we create habits that really are not useful to us or the horses. Right. But for us, I really wanted to have our facilitators hear how extraordinary this new training is with the three energies and the no pulling the horse horse's head. It has changed to me everything and the most awakening that I have personally felt in a long time since starting this business. Like it keeps me awake. I'm She's so excited. excited people. <laughs> it, I'm always excited because it has changed the world for our ponies to more of their language, to their culture. And now we're actually being the horse to help the horse instead of making the horse be the human way of what we think the horse could be. Because that's still all wrong. Anyone who's still doing that, that's still wrong. But with this training, the one thing I thought that was super cool, we have, I, I always, I call her Gypsy, but it, no, Egypt, but her name is Gypsy. It's so She's funny. An Egyptian. She's an Egyptian Arabian. You see, I, I must have, I took that in yeah. and I recalled it from my brain and just kind of mixed it up a little, <laughs> just a speck, just a speck, but any hoodle. So we're doing the three day training in beautiful, um, Lori's place in Arizona. And we have our beautiful gypsy there. And now gypsy is very, very highly higher than the norm, uh, horse. Like I have to tell you. Yeah, she she just moves with the light move of a hand, and this yeah, is no in touch. the air. You understand? Yeah. It's like this, and she's already reacting because she feels that intention immediately, also coming through that that energy. 
Yeah. She don't need anything extra. No, by any means. Like, you know, in, I, in fact, my body worker has to start like two feet away from her. Oh, I believe it. I believe it. Yeah. yeah. So these two were working together. Now, how this all came up, and we're going to talk about both horses, but how it came up is now we're introducing this new training. Lori is like freaking out to no end. So is Cheryl there. <gasps> but again, it's confusing. This is confusing as you're beginning. It has to be that just one step at a time. So they're getting excited, but they're still confused. So then Lori throws out to me, hey, Carrie, and we've got Finley, the little biting pony. And then we've got a gypsy, highly, highly responsive. Uh, why don't we work with Finley tomorrow? I'm like, huh? I'm like, no. I don't know if that sounds like the best plan. And it's not because I don't love Finley because I've always loved Finley, but I just didn't feel like being bitten and dealing with it. That's that what where my brain was. And then Lori keeps yipping doing her normal yippy talk like but 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 I'm like oh, you are very smart I said because what a brilliant idea to bring in our new training well Lori and I will be a team with Finley and then Lori and Carolyn are being a team with Gypsy for the next program yeah for the next program but we're going to talk about the Gypsy and Carolyn one first but it was like, it was beautiful that Lori wanted that. And we could now truly only use the three energies and no pulling. And let me tell freaking all of you, <laughs> life changing. And it was so amazing. So on that I was ballet pirouetting after <laughs> across the arena. Like that's how goofy. <laughs> and the one thing that's so great is about this is it breaks our complacency. Because I think we get complacent with how our horseship works or what works for us. And just like in EAL, just like in riding and anything else, we kind of forget what it is that we are doing. So working with a horse like Gypsy, first and foremost, you are very aware of what you're doing because you must be. But we got to work with Gypsy for Blind Man's Adventure. So which, awesome. Let's talk about upping the ante. Let's uh. take this incredibly sensitive horse who is very clear when she don't like something as well and let's let's blind ourselves with her <laughs> but <laughs> so when you say it like that it doesn't sound like the best idea but it worked out so so beautifully in how we were able to figure out what she really really needed from us with the energies and with the fact that if we stopped for just a second with her and respected how sensitive she is to those pieces like it was smooth like butter. It and was the biggest butter. piece of all for Gypsy was that Carolyn and I trusted each other to do that. And then that gave her that safety piece that she needed. Goosebumps, right? Yeah. To, to, and we did every, I mean, we were just like on. on. Yeah. Yeah. Like the lovely thing with it too is we went through the entire thing and I don't think we touched her well at all really until the very very end and we got to the point where she was coming with us she followed without a lead rope she did all those beautiful pieces to to join up with us and actually be okay with coming into our space in a very nice and respectful energetic way I would say more so than us going into hers and once it got to that trust point because that's the beautiful thing about blind man's adventure in the first place right yeah. is it's not just about trusting the other person you have to trust yourself you have to trust the horse and the other person so it's this and the situation and the people that are supposed to be facilitating you right like it's a quadruple trifecta 
which doesn't make any sense. No, uh, <laughs> it's like a seven layer crust. <laughs> but oh, like one of those cakes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay. But our the, poor facilitator, though, because she didn't have anything to facilitate except good job. <laughs> right. But seriously, sometimes that's the win in being yeah. a facilitator that yeah, they absolutely. get to stand back and watch the magic of seeing how incredible it is to be able to get to trust yeah. when you actually have everything set in front of you in order to do so and understanding what the horse needs. And we here's that trust trifecta for sure. Sorry. And yeah. the benefit of those three energies as well. Both you and I are at that learning point, right? Like we are still wrapping our brains around it. I, You've got the mover forward driver piece of you. I've got the analytical piece where I want to understand why, how, and overthink a whole lot of it, but it worked beautifully because all we were to start was aware. That was it. We were just very, very aware of what Care Bear stare we were throwing at our face or where we were holding ourselves or how, and we would be honest and truthful with each other to build that trust of, okay, you're pointing this way or she's doing this way. We incorporated her in the entire thing. We but you head went up how, for some reason, yep. Totally. And people get lost in not doing that when we get complacent with our energy, with our body language and with horsemanship. And I think as facilitators, that's the best thing that's coming out of mm -hmm. this is that we are breaking that complacency. And that's what we did with Gypsy. And she friggin loved it. Like not a little. No. I love that. And, and look what it did for the two of you, even in trust. It doesn't oh. matter about what, where the facilitator is. Your self-awareness in understanding how to work with your bodies with Gypsy, you are facilitating yourself. So not all humans are going to be able to do that, but you guys did it and you didn't just do it because you're facilitators. You had to make changes in being self-aware for Gypsy's sake. Even blind, we had to know what we were doing yeah. with our body. Yeah. There was a whole level of heightened awareness that I don't think I had been in, in doing, and I've gone through blind man's adventure a lot, but I don't think I had been in that level of self-awareness before with a hot air balloon. Uh, yeah. I didn't even, you can always hear Carrie in the arena and I didn't even hear Carrie. <laughs> like it, I didn't get anything of what was happening with their team. We were just I didn't either. Little, we were so present. Yeah. Bubble. Yeah. yeah. In your own world. It's like even the one that wasn't blindfolded was blindfolded to anything just right outside of our bubble. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. So cool. No, and it, it was so great. And you know, we've been bringing it's so kids are so good because mm -hmm. even though Cheryl and I might still be stumbling a little bit um, with these energies, sometimes they're teaching us now because they they didn't know anything else. They're not trying to be retrained. You just mentioned these concepts to them once. And, mm -hmm. and, and and we have a big group this semester and we have a couple of, um, you know, maybe high level ADHD, like high, high level. And I, having these new ways of moving with the horses is crucial to the calmness in the oh. with that many kids and that much going on. Think yeah. about that parallel too of the energy because like, especially ADHD or autistic, a big piece of that is the stimulus that's coming at them and people are shooting it at them and they're shooting it at people all day long that can cause a conflict. The parallels of how sensitive the horses are and how sensitive we as humans are, because we forget that we are, but right. we absolutely are sensitive beings when it comes to this stuff as well. It's uh, it's a very cool parallel to be able to bring in these energies to not only work with the horses, 
but this is this is life now this mm-hmm. is how we adjust right right? right like even how we sit we don't sit like this we sit like this because this is the inviting even through yeah. zoom the inviting piece in and it's just i don't know it's cool because it's applicable to all pieces and then you get gypsy coming out of it just low head and lip and like she was just in and she loved it because we actually gave a shit enough to make sure that we were mm-hmm. doing everything we needed to do for her for her and that's the key it's always been the key though it's always been the always key, been the we key. can it's always been level key. it up we can always 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 level always up. level it up yeah. yep because yep. we, we gotta remember them. what we're doing with yeah. our our horses are doing for us what i akin you know like almost athletic um yes they give so much of themselves to do this kind of work and we've got to be fully aware of of you know what it takes for them to do it oh darn tootin gluten and i even to to just end with gypsy it was so beautiful because of course now i get i'm just holding gypsy on my own because cheryl i forget what happened i needed to do something with the energies so i take gypsy and oh let me tell you like it was (laughs) she came in heavy and strong if I even went to the, do the bend, because I wanted her to start becoming more still, more calm, because she was tired. So, of course, I go in to do the bend. Again, you're not doing anything except you're just using your energy. Let me, she came in fast, ears pinned, like, I'm going to bite you. But she didn't scare me. So, of course, I just kept very, I kept it like further away the energy, but I would still have her bend so that her and I could get to the place. She did that. I don't know, Lori, what do you think? Five, six, seven times she came in to do the nip to, to warn me, <laughs> warn you there, little mare, you better know what you're doing. Cause if you don't, I gonna bite your head. But anyway, we finally got it. Gypsy and I, where I hardly even touched her. And oh, then when she came into bend, then she started to lick and chew and then her head became still and straight and that little pony well she's not a pony that little horse she a was little one though so happy like i have to tell you i will always remember that experience because then i told chris Irwin about it because i'm like oh, this i it's just so amazing that you see it right before your very eyes and how appreciative the horses are if you stick with being self-aware that you're doing it because with gypsy, you could not have someone in experience to start doing this because oh. they don't know what they're doing. So that's oh, not going to yeah. add any yeah. confidence to her, but it was, it was so beautiful. I love you, gypsy. Okay. Now, Mr. Finley, ma'am, Mr. Finn. Now, Mr. Finn, Lori and I worked with the last time we went to. And when we had success with Finley when he was a two-year-old and he was had very, very little training, if you will recall. Yes, and and I do. And it was really, we were very excited. We were screaming, yelling. We were just so excited working with this little guy. But so we come back and we bring out Finley for one of the programs in the training. Well, he he's definitely a nipper, nipper, nipper of the dipper, nipper world. So I'm like, this is not going to roll Mr. Finley. So he now <laughs> here we're doing a training. I I say, okay, let's uh, use the three energies on Finley. Now this guy, all of you who own ponies know this <laughs> pony is not going to move. So stubborn is all heck. 
I wasn't in the arena at this time, but I was watching from afar. Yeah. It doesn't matter what any of us did. So of course, I'm always about go to what you know. How would you do this at home? So all of the facilitators are trying their thing. Not even one smidge of a movement. I go in to try this new energy thing. And again, remember where Finley's at, like, yeah, prove it sort of thing. No success. So of course we let, finally, I think it was what, 30 minutes we tried to move him. <laughs> it, it was it was the longest I've ever done. Anyways, I said, just leave the horse. Now, of course, being a horse person, we do know we can't leave him at that point, but we can leave him for now. It's okay. Finley has stacked memory. So it can go back that we can go and fix something that we haven't fixed yet. So of course, then after we finish doing the the programming, we go back, I get one movement, one movement out of little Finn. And then Lori, I said, you come get him, you do your things. Because all I wanted to was stand down the success and Lori works with Finn all the time. Well, then she brings up the, oh, we should work with him. I'm like, oh, you crazy wacko. No, we're not going to work with that little <laughs> pony phone. But of course, she kept saying her stuff. And I'm like, yeah, Lori, you are 100% right. We have got to work with little Finn. So before her and I worked with Finley, what program did we do? It's all up to you. We did It's All Up To You with Finley. It was so fun. Oh, my it, God. We so did fun. have a hoot and a half. <laughs> But before we even went in, because of course we were the team as the facilitators were facilitating us, the facilitators in training, I went over to Finley's uh, little paddock and I bent down and I talked to Finley and I said, buddy, I want you to know, we know you are a horse. So today when Lori and I are working with you, we are going to use your language your understanding, because we understand it now, forgive us if we make little mistakes, but we know you're a horse and there will be no pushing of you ever, ever as we do this and no pulling. So I felt the conversation went very well. <laughs> and of course, Lori and I go into it. Now he's going to test us because your horses are going to constantly test you and why the test always happens. Facilitators. They really want to know, are you always going to be consistent and you're not going to let anything eat me? Will you always have your guard up? Or are you going to build it? And then you let those predators come in and eat me. So Finley gave us a run for our money to begin with. But Lori and I were very much so kind of like Carolyn and you in the being very aware. You had to have your energy a certain way. I had to have my energy a certain way. And we would take turns with Finley with the lead rope. Mm-hmm. Like one thing we learned with Finley though, is we decided for his sake, and it could be for all pony sakes, I don't know. But if we're going to have them move backwards, it's way better to face forward and hold his lead rope to go back versus us pushing our care bearer into his face yeah 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 like that was a fair so we learned that about ponies you know everyone says ponies are you know ornery and blah blah blah. well they are because of how we've taught them to relate to us because i'm guilty of it myself you know you can push a pony around you can you can kind of I know you can you know if you want a pony to do something you can kind of just have them do it 
And that's then they, when we do that, when they're little, it teaches them that we relate to them in a way of wrestling or, you know? Yeah. So it's that's so true. Yeah. So we were very, very respectful of oh, the yeah. free energies. Very, very respectable. Respect. Yeah, that's the word. Yeah. Uh, where Lori and I were standing with him all the time. And now it took a lot of testing to begin with, but I have to tell you, not as much as I thought. So how we even ended it the day before, that did sink in that she's serious. So when we did do it together and he did want to come in for the nymph, we just didn't do it. Like we had our block on so strong. And when he needed to move, like we would work in tandem, one would go to the flank, one would go to the front and drawing with the right leg. And let me tell you, the three of us, it was not the yelly, screamy thing that we had in the past. To me, it was almost bring tears of such joy and happiness to this little soul that wants to be the horse and respect. The nipping stopped. I mean, totally. five minutes into us working in these exercises, the nipping stopped. Yeah. And, and we end with, in um, it's all about you. you. You escalate your own exercises right? And then the last one was taken through the course without the lead rope. Oh, we did it. We did it. We used the draw. Remember that? And the flank. And we got him through the whole course, which I, I can't remember what it was, but it was a longer course. No lead rope. So... Like, yeah. we ended in wow. So did you hear that? We weren't walking forward. I mean, one was for the flank, but we were doing the draw energy and walking backwards so that Finn would want to connect and come with us without a lead rope. And this little pony did not even try to bite us. It seriously was one of the, I don't know, it's just so gratifying and so calming to see a pony be so strong and confident in his own when we as humans took the time to understand what he really needs for all of his life now yeah because that's what every horse does need because it's nothing new that chris has done this is not a new thing that's come about this is what horses watch your herd they shoo each other off move each other off exactly and block each other off the only difference and I, again this is the horse's world is humans are the only ones that stop horses from moving. Horses never go and stop a horse from moving. And I always find that interesting because you don't ever like they're a boat. Yeah. Yeah. You never watch a herd. Brandon's just going to go and stop that fade by cracky. We're the only ones that need to control of the stop, but not horses. It's very interesting. That is interesting, isn't it? It is, isn't it? But uh, I love and how's Finley now. He's awesome. He's still really he's, enjoying. Yeah, I mean, we're he's a long way away from programs. But yeah, uh, yeah. And you know, I want to also thank you for because something had happened with Finley. I mean, I got him and he's always I got him because he was a biter. I mean, my horses are almost all rescues. So he was chomping on the kids that he lived with and for good cause. Yeah. You know, he was probably a little bit, you know, overworked and tormented. Yep. But, um, you know, then his behavior has always been a little non-horse-like, right? 
And then I joked around and, and would even laugh, oh, he's a little bull. Um, and Carrie, without making me feel stupid, reminded me that Finley is a horse. And and he talks like a horse. He communicates like a horse, regardless of his stature, regardless of he's super, super brave. Um, he has these attributes that are maybe not so horse-like. He talks like a horse. So... Yeah, big diff in Finn. He still loves to go hiking like a big dog. Oh, I love, I love that. <laughs> like you said, even with how he's going to be pulling a cart, like how exciting. He's got a job, he's got purpose, but now he knows, hey, I am the horse. And now we talk in the same language. I don't need to bite a nippy anymore. So I really like that. Yeah. You know, even as we were talking before we end, one thing I think everybody, facilitators globally here, you know, if you do have a horse who's doing the nippy thing, one thing, uh, the block is going to help a lot. But again, sometimes we're still not hearing what the horse is saying. Sometimes it's just like gypsy. Don't effing touch me. I know as a human, there are some times when there's too many like humans around, let's say. And then someone's trying to touch me at the same time. It's like, don't effing touch me, but I can stand up for myself. Gypsy can too, but we don't want her to resort in that way. Right. Same with some of your horses. Why can we not run a program and introduce that this special creature is kind of like me, just doesn't like to be touched all the time. So her thank you will always be the reward of, again, that draw she doesn't have to be uh, touched. Just draw back and see what her head does. Because when her head does that beautiful low bow, look at what you gave to her. That's her reward. So keep in mind, we do not have to touch horses all the time. And I know our clients sometimes do want to do that, but get over yeah. it. Yeah. Help your horse. And in turn, it actually helps them because maybe they're too needy that maybe their, their learning experiences, it's okay to be confident and strong without the need of touch all the time. Like, I don't know how it will roll out, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that was so beautiful. Thank you so much again, Lori, for sharing your your life, your your facility, always. How and also remember, ladies and gentlemen, humble facility. I operate out of my 1.5 acres and my own little home. Our classroom is on my carport. It is, yeah. It's and, so homey. And the, we have the same magic at this point that it's happens beautiful. in all your facilities, right? It's so beautiful. And even Lori with having contracts and organizations coming to her facility, what I love and what, you know, sometimes I think people, well, we be people, oh, my, my place isn't good enough or no, I need this first or I need that first. No, you don't. No, you need to just have the atmosphere of safety, yes. which that's what we're trying to do with our horses. Nobody's it's looking at the survive. weeds in the back of the arena. No one's looking at that little fence that needs repaired. I mean, nope. They're looking at the horses. They're looking at the horses and Lori is creating the safe space. That is what every human hungers for in life. Provide them with safe. They see the magic and what your property has to offer all the time. That's all they see is the magic. So thank, thank you. you so much, hon. We really we'll appreciate talk it. We'll talk very, very soon. And I can't wait for our next training here. 
Yes, of course, Lori. <laughs> Maybe schedule okay. for 2025. Have a great one. Thank you, you so too. much. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.